it's the holiday season. You got the Commanders. You got the 49ers. Somebody's coming down the chimney now, and I guarantee you it's going to be those San Francisco 49ers. It's the preview show with the great John Chapman. Stick around. We're going to talk about it and then break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy and this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Hey, Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> and a happy new year. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy and the one and only Mr. John Chapman. How you doing, Playboy? Man, I'm so pumped to be here. The graphics, are you kidding? I'm not a Christmas guy. It's not my favorite day, but I love the energy and the positivity that come from other people. And I'm glad to be here. Man, I'm looking at your chat before the show even goes live. Yeah. Your chat is bumping before we even went live. They, they, they were rocking, and I'm sitting here reading the stuff, and I, I saw something, and I was like, oh, no, we have we have to we have to talk about uh, our sister, Chrissy. I didn't uh, uh, look. She said she was uh, diagnosed with cancer yesterday breast cancer uh, i love her spirit though she says i got this fam actually god does uh let's go you will definitely be in our prayers chrissy stay strong we got you let us know if there's anything we can do for you other than prayer we got you uh my mom has gone through this a couple of times so um she's been able to beat it uh twice so i know chrissy's gonna beat it she's gonna be just fine and she's gonna be strong out there supporting her boys and supporting us so chrissy we love you we appreciate you we're All with right. you man we, we, we are with you we got you chrissy here's the crazy thing that she put uh like she put this in here right so john i'm telling you some somehow somewhere i woke up at like 2 30 in the morning i fell asleep <laughs> watching i fell asleep early though so i fell asleep probably like around 11 ish which is early for me and then, and then I, I fell asleep watching Abbott Elementary, and I woke up at 2.30 like, oh, man, I fell asleep on the show because it's so good, right? And so then I get on the internet, and then um, I just started going down rabbit holes, right? Nah. Yeah, we all have real. those days, man. We all have those days. <laughs> but no, like, here's the thing. I, I ended up clicking on something about, uh, what was the, what's the, the lady? She used to be, like, on Good Morning America can't remember and she used to be on tv she was like an anchor and she was diagnosed with cancer her and her partner and she beat it and i don't know she was promoting like cbds i don't know why but she said that the cbds is what helped her beat the thing and she ended up getting let go by abc because she came out and started this is all news to me this is all news to me i don't know if it's real but like i almost purchased (laughs) some cbds sometimes 
Hey man, you do what you got to do. You do hey, what you got to do. Care about so, yourself first. Yes. All that other stuff out. It, right. So, so Chrissy, I don't know if you want to check that out, but apparently, like you know, Christina Applegate and all these other famous people said that these things work. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. Gronk, putting it out man, there. he's he's on your side, man. Gronk, hey. he's out there. That's what he's doing now. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, he's like one of the main owners in a CBD like a company that you know. Pain, uh, pain relief, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's other medicines out there other than chemo. So I just wanted to put that out there. You know, I'm not not promoting them, not doing anything. I just I just happened to read it, and then she happened to put the message in here. But guys, we're happy to be here. It's Friday. It's Christmas Eve, Eve, right? Eve, 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 Eve. and the game's tomorrow, John. Um. I've, I've never been more excited for a football game. So here's the thing. I got a gig tomorrow, right? And so it's a Saturday. So I have to work on Saturdays. But the gig is at from 2 to 5. So I told the person, I said, listen, my game starts at 4. So I don't know what type of reason you're going to have from 4 to 5. It's going to be a different energy. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I hope he's watching. He said, he, he said, damn. All right, let me let me let me. I, I might have to cancel it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, be listen, real. Hey, I just said, listen, from four to five, you're gonna get me from two to three, two to four, you good? But four that the four to five hour, that last stretch, he said, man, maybe I could just you know read the crowd and put on some music or something. I was like, hey, and he said the game would be on for me. He said he, he caters to me so I love this guy, Timmy Mai, he's like my big brother, my mentor, but he knows around football season. You know, he'll send me these dates and then I'll be like, um, yeah, so I can't do this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Can you hit me back up in February? Like February after right. Valentine's Day to be exact. So it's well, it's funny, funny because I like, OK, my oldest son lives in Indiana. He's mm-hmm. 19. He's coming back home. So he was supposed to fly back in today, but they're having storms. So they canceled his flight. Mm. And so then the wife, she I was I was live and whatever else all day. So she was working the rescheduling. Sure enough. That dude's coming in during the 49ers game. And I was like, oh, I was like, you, you're picking him up, right, babe? <laughs> uh, I, I would have had an Uber waiting for him, bro. Like, I like that's probably what we're gonna have to end up doing. Uh but <sighs> delayed again. So we're like kind of like whatever. But it's like, uh, I'm gonna be driving, watching that game. Like, I don't want to do that. We'll make this it work. This is funny, but listen, it happens every year. You know, they just throw that one monkey wrench on a Saturday. Just not really ready for it. Saturday or college days games. It was the Tennessee Titans game last year. Last year. I was planning on going to until the schedule came out and it was Christmas Eve. And my wife said, nope. She's like, no, you're not. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm not going. All right, let's get to some 49er news real quick, John. What's the latest in 49ers news that you have? I mean, we talked about the Pro Bowl. We talked about, hey, how about this? Ken lost playing. That's number one. That's what I was going to lead with. You got Not it. only because, again, I've been saying the whole time, you save them for the playoffs. Kyle Shedhead said, nope, we're ripping the Band-Aid off. We need to know if we can depend on this cat long-term or not. So not only is he going to be activated early, that dude's going to be playing. And probably starting. Like, it's going up there, man. I'm not going to be surprised at all if he's out there the very first series. If he's <laughs> If he's suited up. He goes through warm-ups. You got to put 9-9 out there. Here's the funniest part, John. I told people two days ago when I said that Ken Law was returning, 
that he probably never was really as injured as we thought he was. You people don't like conspiracies, and it's fine. I get it. You do. <laughs> I can't help it, bro. It doesn't some, some stuff just doesn't add up to Breezy. Like it doesn't doesn't add up in my head, bro. It doesn't compute, right? I'm saying to myself, man, listen. Kyle Shanahan came out and made the statement three days ago. Yeah, man, he just got to put the pads on. We won't know what he's going to be like until he puts the pads on. He puts the pads on, blah, 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 blah. And then here comes Kim Law with his thing. I, I, I want. I forgot what he said. I want to play. I want to. I'm just going to paraphrase it. Yeah, I want to play. I want to play. So I'm like, maybe there's some kind of discourse between Kyle and and, and Kim Law. Maybe, maybe. Well, I think they're protecting him from himself. That's like, what you that's the whole thing was like, look, dude, we're making the playoffs. We need you for the playoff run. Mm-hmm. That's what it's been. Okay. Hey, I, either way, keep playing. On Saturday, yep. on Saturday, and like you said, I believe he's starting right next to number ninety-one, bro. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be amazing. It, it's gonna be amazing. Now, I granted, a lot of people are worried about him. A lot of people have given up on him. How do you think Kinlaw is gonna use that type of motivation to play in this game? Dude, this is somebody that's been given up on repeatedly his entire life. This Jeez. is somebody that's literally. You know, come from the streets and, you know, sleeping on the bus with his sister to keep her warm, coming from another country whenever he was a baby, to not being academically eligible, to having to grind his way, to losing 50 pounds in a year. You just go on and on and on. The man that Javon Kinlaw is, if you're one of those people that counts this guy out, you haven't paid attention. You haven't paid attention. Now, the knee's an issue. And it's going to be an issue, probably for the majority of his career. He even came out and said, this is just something that's going to have to be managed. Mm. But I believe in people. And Javon Kinlaw is one of those people I believe in. Uh, just incredible human being and has overcame so much. I just don't see this as something that's going to stop him from being what he could be. Uh, I'm betting on him. I'm betting on him. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Uh, I'm betting on him. For one, he's just a, he has the potential to be like so dominant. Uh, on that defensive front. Uh, and did you hear, like, they, they, Kyle's planning to use him on, like, on every down. Like, this is, like, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a guy with a messed up, with a, not a messed up knee, but with a with a knee issue, right? And possibly can be an every down defensive tackle now for the 49ers. I think this stuff is just unfolding when it's supposed to, right? Because I, I feel like Kyle just finds ways, like Miss Debbie says, to manipulate the system. It, it's not conspiracy is just Kyle saying you know I, I'm, I, I can let you relax a little bit you come in you know for a second down and then we'll switch you on third downs now we got really good third down uh rushers you know we can switch Kerry Hart in, in there on a third down uh Kevin Gibbons will be playing in this game but there's some other guys that we have that can rotate let's talk about the other defensive tackles because this is what's going to Ken Law playing enables them to be better too correct Yeah, and I think, you know, back to this idea of how much. Uh, Last week on Thursday, which we were there for the Seattle game, had a great time. There were 64 defensive snaps, okay? Eric Armstead took 47, which he's always like an iron man as far as like NFL snaps goes because he plays pass rushing downs, bulk downs, heavy downs. He plays them all. But the next defensive tackle was Kerry Hyder, who played 23. Now, he's questionable this week. Then you got Akeem Spence, 20. Ty McGill, 16, right? Uh, so, like, I that's where I see Kinlaw, especially early. Kind of 15 to 22 snaps right in that window. That's all you need from him. 
That's it. And I want Kinlaw on early heavy downs. I want Kinlaw in there on first and second down, stop the run, because that's what the commanders want to do. And this helps everybody else because now if you're Kerry Hyder, who's not a defensive tackle, mind you, he's a defensive end converted, he gets to come in and play, you know, instead of what he played, uh, 23 snaps, he plays 15 snaps. Instead of Ty McGill playing 16 snaps, he plays 13 snaps. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. they get to come in and just go all-out energy, all-out effort, which both those are effort players anyway, for a smaller sample size, which I like that a lot. I like yeah. that. It makes everybody better. Yeah, and that was the whole purpose of stacking the the front, right? It was like having guys fresh, rotation. You yeah. know, I take it back to those giant uh, seasons when they won those Super Bowls. Listen, man, look, they had guys rotating. And I'm like, who's oh, this guy? I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, like, who's this guy? Where did Tuck come from? He was a bench guy. Rotation. Yep. And that's what the 49ers want, especially going into the playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's go ahead and announce playoffs? that. Playoffs. All right. So the 49ers <laughs> will be playing their first home game in Santa Clara. John and the 49ers Rush Road Trip, aka the podcast, we're going to be doing something really dope. So, John, why don't you talk about it real quick, man? Man, we were able to go to the Miami game and we threw a tailgate, the blue lot number one. It was incredible. Man, we had such a good time. And so we're going to replicate that. We're going to do that again. Uh, Playoff-bound 49ers Rush Road Trip. All you got to do is go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Tickets are up now. Uh, unlimited food, drinks, giveaways, trivia, competitions, and you get to hang out with us, and we march to the stadium together. It's an absolutely incredible time, and we're stepping up our game. We don't like to do things the same way. We're stepping up. We're elevating our game to make sure it's going to be one of the best tailgates ever. So 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, we're going to be out there for the wild card game. Whenever it's announced, it could be on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, but whenever it is, we're going to be there having a good time in the parking lot, eating food, and we throw parties before and after the game. So after the game, we'll meet back at the same tailgate spot, and we'll party some more until they kick us out. That's usually what we do. It's called parking lot pimping, ladies and gentlemen, and we will definitely be out there having a good time in the blue light. All right, so DeMarcus wants to talk about uh, Trey Lance gave out his gifts. Awesome. Uh, yeah, like I'm probably going to go to the store today. Just the price. I'm just going to window shop. I just want to cool. know how much Sonos costs. Uh, so they're not cheap. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, uh, it's Sonos is not Sony, right? That's something totally different. This year department, Wayne. I, 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 I absolutely you, you right. do not need absolutely to appeal right. to me. You're, you're right. <laughs> I'm sitting here listening to my Samsung soundbar, and I'm like, I wonder what the Sonos sounds like. So I'm gonna go test it out. I am going front. Well, so he gave players um the Sonos soundbar. He gave them the Yeti backpacks, the cooler backpacks, and then the offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? He he got them custom fitted suits. Now I've never had a custom fit. Yes, I have. I'm lying. It costs some money. It costs yeah. money. It, it, you know, especially depending on the brand and the, and the custom. It costs money. But somebody asked Jake Brindo, "What did Brock Purdy give for you guys for Christmas?" And he said, "Wins." Is that <laughs> well? Here's the problem. I gotta okay, ask John. Is that right. shade? Brock Purdy has literally the cheapest contract in the entire NFL. Correct. Okay. Trey Lance drafted third overall the previous year. Not so much. And so it's an issue of money. Jake Brindle is making, I think, let's let's be honest with this. Like Here, I, I find this answer right now. Probably make a 500000 if that. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't even think it's close as far as like what they're making. He's on a Taco Bell contract. He, it's it's bad. I mean, literally the cheapest <laughs> I used in to the have entire NFL. Now. Um, so let's see here. You got to scroll all the way to the bottom. Damn. Uh, Jake Brindle's making one million dollars a year. Where is oh, I don't even see Brock Purdy on this list. There he is. Uh-oh. He's got a four-year 3.7, so he's making $900,000 a year. Okay. So, yeah, uh, not too much more. Not, not too a much millionaire more. yet, but – Yeah, no, 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 not even close. So, yeah, like it, it's it's different for sure. Um, but, no, nah, man, you look at Trey Lance and what he's making. Trey Lance is making $8.5 million a year. Mm-hmm. It's not close. And so that's why that is the way that it is. If people try to cause like I one of the things I say is like people that are throwing shade on Trey for giving gifts to his teammates. What the hell, man? That's a weird ass energy. I don't think it was shade on Trey. It was more shade on is shade being thrown to Trey from Brock from Jake Brindle's comment. I don't think so. When he said that, well, you know, Brock Purdy is giving us wins. Can we, no, I don't think so. John, take yourself out of this. He situation. is giving them wins. He's won two in a row. I know, but do you think that should have been said? Like, yeah, because well, what he was no, doing is basically saying, that. no, this dude's broke as hell. Like, what's he supposed to give us? He's not making any, I'm making more, all of us are making more money than him. Why should he be giving us gifts? When you look at Trey Lance, it's like, oh, you're one of the highest paid players because of where you were drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not I being know. a conspiracy theorist, guys. I'm Dude, you are a conspiracy theorist, Wade. But th- <laughs> this is not a conspiracy. He <laughs> gave gifts. So All right. Either. So here's the thing. Trey Lance gives gifts. Some people said, not me. I don't put this stuff out. I just, I just report it. Right, Some right, people right. said that, oh, Trey Lance is giving these expensive gifts because he's trying to win his starting job back. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. You look across the league. Zach Wilson did the same thing. He Fields, out, uh, this is the NFL. This is yeah. the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree, you know, but I, I'm I'm curious to know, like, some people feel like the comment from Jake Brindo, who is a pro bowler. That's what's up, man. I gotta, I gotta give the boy alternate. A he's an alternate. Either way, he's a pro bowler. And I'm happy for him. <laughs> a boy's a pro bowler. So if somebody don't make it, he will be there 100. Um, percent He just makes the comment. It, it doesn't bother me. I could care two less. You know. You know. Some people say it was wrong. Some people say they don't care. Like it is. It is what it is. Um, I will say that it represents the fan base in the fact that everybody's getting behind Brock Purdy, and I love that. Uh, yes, I really, really do love that because kind of the you know the line was drawn between Jimmy and Trey and whatever else. But I feel like everybody's kind of come behind Brock, and I do like that for this fan base, and the players seem to be the same way. Faithful from birth. What an amazing name, right? They said, absolutely love how John and Wayne relationship has grown, becoming more brotherly by the week. If you can only see how brotherly we are behind the scenes. So so one, one year, John, we're going to hire people to camera you and camera me, and they're going to put them together. <laughs> The behind the scenes, the John and Wayne show. Yes, because that's going to be so official. Uh, listen, we, I we get along it. on everything except duct tape. That's the one where we start so fighting. We'll every never single understand day. that. And so I mean, I, let's tell him. Let's let's go ahead and tell him. So John so, has <laughs> the, the big gorilla. It's not even duct tape. So he said the wrong tape. It's gorilla right, tape. Totally different from duct tape. Right. It's a lot more better. <laughs> anyway, he has this big black gorilla duct 
uh, tape, right? So we use it on everything to hang up signs, to hang up things, whatever, whatever. So I, I am the type of person that wants to rip the, the fat pieces of the tape off. And, and then it's got to be even. Right. Yeah, not, not me. John, though. Nope. John will rip a strip and then rip another strip. And now the tape is uneven. So you can call me Monk. If you guys ever seen that show, you can call You can say it's OCD, my OCD, man. whatever it is. John likes to have. So when I go to use the tape. It's like five different levels. And so it's not even. And so then Wayne starts yelling at me and I'm over here working on something. He's yelling at me on the other side. It's just like, man, dude, I don't know. I don't know. And so the last the last show, <laughs> my son was there. And so I just told my dude, son. he's the man, dude. I said, I said yeah, don't worry about the tape. Just find the way he ripped it. Because I've, I've, I've yelled at him four times. I've just, <laughs> I'm not going to yell at him again. It just doesn't make any sense. So if you understand, you see Coach Cruz says, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this the way it goes, man. There's two types of people. There's layered duct tape people and there's even duct tape people. I'm layered. I'm like an onion, man. There's layers to this. Anyway, we get along pretty good. We do fight sometimes, but it's always funny. It's always funny. But John, you're the best because you'll you'll always check in. You'll be like, like you're okay? Are you are you good? <laughs> you good, man? You good? John, I'm good. I just want my freaking drink ticket so I could give them yep. to the people, bro. Yeah. Oh man, but amazing times, and I can't wait to do it again. We'll be in Vegas, uh, and then we'll be out there to Santa Clara one more time. Uh, hopefully, all the rest of the times. I hope that I hope everything goes through Santa Clara some way somehow. That would be no. the dopest story in the world. John, I never got your opinion on this. Uh, I did a show earlier this week, and we'll we'll get into breaking down the game. Coach of the year, Kyle Shanahan. And Vegas is like number three on the list. Do you think he should be bumped up to like two or one? I the problem is with these awards, right? With the awards comes a certain kind of stigma or like tag that's attached to it. It's not coach of the year. That's not what this award is. This award is new upcoming coach. That's what it has been. It's not who the best coach is. Uh, if it was who the best coach is, Kyle Shanahan would have won back in 2019. 2019. But whatever. That's but okay. But wasn't he new and upcoming then, John? Not to cut you off. Uh, maybe he was, but like it, it's it's not going to Kyle Shanahan. I'm telling you that wide. Here's why. People will look at the team last year and say, well, they got to the NFC championship last year. They were supposed to be good. But you're discounting the fact that, hey, you're winning with your third string quarterback and you have overcome the most injuries at key positions, stacked positions, and you just continue to dominate. Um, so, yes, he should be considered 100%. No way he should not be two or higher. Uh, it's probably going to go to Nick Sirianni. Um, and, hey, he's done a good job. But, again, that's sure. a stacked roster. That's a stacked roster. So if I was going to argue against Sirianni and Shanahan, I would say, hey, those are two of the best rosters in the NFL. Um so he should be considered, should he win it? I think he should be top two. Uh, you keep winning like this, and maybe the Eagles take a step back and lose with Garner Minshew, and you prove like, hey, we're winning with our third-string quarterback. You can't win with your highest-paid backup quarterback in the league. There's some issues there. I'm a big Garner Minshew fan, though, so I'll just throw that out there. Why? I just think he's a baller, dude. You look at what's he got, like a 14 to like – Five, uh, two interception ratio since he started games. Like, I think he's just a good, I think he's a hell of a player. Um, Do I don't see? think he's like a top 10 quarterback or anything like that, but I do think that he is very, very, very good. Who does that remind you of, uh, on the 49ers? 
Yeah, I mean, you could yeah. make the the arguments, the Minshew Purdy similarities from physical everything. everything. They're very similar, <laughs> besides haircuts and mustaches. Right, 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 right. That's about it. And we got the stash. Uh, no, I love I love me some Carter Minshew. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Troy it was great meeting you uh, in Denver. It was, man. That was cool. Yep, that was um, cool. I can't wait till we do like the, the the show where we get to talk about our experiences this past year. We got a couple of thank you chats. so much for tuning in. Couple of super chat contributions. Jacqueline Knox is having a rough morning, but I was not going to miss the show. Good morning, faithful. Eleven and four, John. Eleven and four. Speaking it like into it. existence. I love it. Uh, Hope I your day it. gets better, Miss Knox. Appreciate the uh, generosity. That's incredible. I love it. Thank people you. that are having a hard time, but bring a positivity to other people. Those are good people, man. Those are those are great people. I agree. Great people. 49ers underscore throwback, a.k.a. my man. Shame on the Jets. Ah, over or under Jimmy's. Uh, I can't even say over or under. Jimmy's going to the Jets. It's hard. to. That just makes way too much Jimmy sense, Jimmy and the Jets. 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 Yeah. I, I, it just, that's, if I'm Robert Sava, I'm trying to make that happen. And, and it's, it's okay because this will be it. So he'll get one more shot, right? Robert Sala, yeah, he's not going anywhere. He'll get one more shot. I feel like he'll get yeah. one more shot because he had he drafted his quarterback. He's built his defense. He drafted his quarterback. Next year he's, he's got the GM team. though. That's Joe Douglas, that's and I'm Joe sure he Ooh. had his input. But Ooh. that that's I, I'm not putting that on him. And the okay. culture and the defense, which is what Robert Sala is, that's on par. They they have hit. Uh, I mean, you got defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner. Saul is not going anywhere. He's got a lot of fans in that community. It's just the offense and the quarterback position has been absolute trash. So that's a, that's what it is. And y'all wanted Zach Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But seriously, like, look, he, he's just not. He just doesn't look good. I, no, I don't think he'll ever be good. Give him some time to grow, maybe. Yeah, I mean, sort of best like case Gino. scenario is like a Ryan Tannehill type career arc, yeah. but that's that's a stretch. I think probably closer to Marcus Mariota. Ugh. Both drafted two, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Peachy, we get to see Peachy. We get to see Peachy. Oh man, that makes on me Saturday, happy. man, it's gonna be cool. that makes me happy. It does. It does. Haven't seen Peachy in a minute. It's gonna be good to to see her. It really will be breath of fresh air. All right, John, let's get down to this breakdown. Let's start talking about this game, man. 49ers, number one defense in the league. Washington Commanders, number four defense in the league. Yeah, they're good. They're, I mean, they've got – it's very similarly built. They do more of a 3-4 overlook, but, you know, we're a traditional 4-3 or a ghost 9-4-3, but whatever. They have great defensive linemen, defensive tackles. They got two great ones, defensive ends. They got two great ones, Chase Young. He's getting his first game back. Montez Sweat, who I think is better than Chase Young. I know that's like crazy to say, but he's been so consistent. Then you got Payne on the inside and uh, Jonathan, who's just been killing it as well. So you've got four first-round freaking stud D linemen, um, and that's where this game will be decided. Because you've got best on best, D-line on D-line. And we're going to see. And now there's Ohio State overlaps, right, with Nick Bosa and Chase Young. Like, that's huge right there. you got the SEC matchups, which Mm -hmm. I think is important with, you know, Kinlaw coming back versus all the Alabama guys. Like, this is – it's a gut check game now. This this is an old school – 
what's it? 1990s Big Ten game. 1990s Big Ten game. Yes. Yep. The big dogs. Hey, I, so you, you mentioned you mentioned defensive line. I, look, if we if we if I had to ask you, which defensive line is better? Which mm. one would you take? I think the 49ers for sure, because you've got the best player overall. The, okay. the, the gap okay. between Nick Bosa and anybody else in this conversation is is from, enormous. From that line, right? Enormous. Yeah, from the, our line to their line, doesn't matter. Like Understood. Chase Young is nowhere near Nick Bosa. Not near. Um, he's Montez Sweat, he's now maybe in the pass rush, but still not there. But Montez Sweat's more of a pass rusher, pure pass rusher, not as great in the run. Nick Bosa's, again, look at his tackle for losses every year. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's huge. So I'm taking the 49ers on a depth side um, and on top-tier level. Uh, sign. Avtar always knows this stuff. So I'm going Niners, but if you were to ask, their three and four are better than our three and four, but after that, Niners, 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 if that makes sense. So I take our one, I take their two, three, four, and then I take our everything after that. So it's because of the depth, because of – so, so when I look at their defensive front, right, I look at their line, I'm like, dang. Like, I get it. They're, they don't have anybody at the caliber of uh, a Nick Bosa, but I feel like their other players may be better than our other players. If you take their inside guys, you know, their tackles, do you have them slightly edged over Armstead and Kinlaw? No, I think they're close. Well, Kinlaw, that one's a mess, but there's a big difference. Like, we went over... We went over the snap share, right, of the defensive tackles. We'll listen to uh, the Washington versus Giants game just last week, week 15. Listen to their snap share. 63 snaps by the Washington defense. Duran Payne, their defensive tackle, played 58 snaps. Jonathan Allen, 56 snaps. Montez Sweat, 47 snaps. They don't rotate. They don't do weights. Correct. They keep their guys out there. And guess what that means for the 49ers? Awesome. Right. We're going to be throwing screens. You're yep. going to be running sideline to sideline. We're coming at out. you with Jordan Mason. We're going to wear your ass out. Bam! There's a big difference. It's a difference in philosophy. Yes, sir. And so Shanahan likes to pound in the fourth quarter. So you're going to be chasing Christian McCaffrey early. Then they're coming downhill with Jordan Mason. I know he's questionable with a hamstring, but I fully expect him to play. Um, I don't know, man. It's difference. I, I will take... I want your studs out there, and sometimes I wish we would have our studs out there, but you look at Bosa and Armstead, they're out there all the uh, all the time. Everybody else is rotating. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, it's, I, I didn't even pay attention to this beforehand when I was writing my report up. So See, it, it's interesting because uh, I watched their film from last week, and this was without Chase Young, and, you know, they kind of gave – they kind of they were giving the Giants a little fritz, you know what I'm saying? Like it was defensive pretty much for the majority of the game, but I mean the Giants defense was able to score a touchdown, so it kind of changes kind of changes things a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like the one thing that they're going to try to do is come out, take away the run game, and so Kyle is going to have to figure out other ways to make the run game effective because that's their strength. Other than their their strength is on the front I don't think their linebackers are great. And then they got one really, maybe one of the possible players in the secondary. I do like Fuller. Curl, Kerry Curl. I like yes. Kerry Curl. And then, yes, 
Yes. Niners were high on him too. They had multiple meetings with him in the draft. Um out of I Arkansas like State, I think. But he's coming off of he he was and he, he practiced this week. Uh he was the guy I was high on last year in the senior bowl. Once I was like, oh, the 49ers should draft him. He had a great senior bowl. Uh, and he went to the Washington Commanders. So they got they got players out there, yeah. you know. I don't want people to think that this is gonna be some type of a cakewalk game. We still have to no. be on our we gotta be on our A game because they got but players. at the same time though, like Wayne, like the last two games, it's weird. The schedule was weird. They played the Giants back to back games. They they played the Giants, had a bye week, played the Giants. Played the Giants. Mm -hmm. You go from playing mm -hmm. the Giants to the to play the 49ers, it's gonna be they're tricky. not the same, bro. It, Those it, are it. not the same style. They're not the same quarterback. That's not the same line. They're not the same yeah. running game. There's nothing. There's no overlap there. I agree. I agree. I think. I think the issue is this, right? I love Brock Purdy. I. 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 I just feel like there's going to be one game where he's going to make those mistakes. It's coming. Oh, there. I mean, yeah, I don't want to hear that though. I don't want you to tell me that it's coming. I know it's coming. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. I think that's what it is, and I feel he like he's surprising us. Maybe, I, maybe another surprise is coming. But this could be that game where their defense is just clicking, and we can't figure it out on offense. Which means our defense is on the field the majority of the time. Now, don't get it twisted. I don't think their offense can do anything against our defense. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I like hey, McLaurin. I yeah. But still, the issue is this. Their offensive line's not great. It's trash. Um, Tyler that. Heineke's not great. Like, he they will, lead. Will the one on thing you. that, yeah, he'll run on us, but he's not fast, but he's tough. He's tough as hell. Mm. I'll say this. The number one thing that they do, and this is how Washington has won all their games. They're number one in time of possession. Yes. They want to control the clock. They want to bleed out as many possessions as possible, mm -hmm. keep it close until the fourth, and then something break their way. Like they are a survivor team, not a winning team. That's how they win their games. Yeah. Um, the only time that didn't happen was when they played against the Eagles and they just ran rough shot on them. Um, but I just don't see that happening this week. But that's just me. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, right? Because I, I feel like the 49ers are gonna come out. Uh, I'm hoping that they start the game off like they do every game. They I hope they win the toss, they defer, they come out on defense, just punch this team right in the mouth. I don't feel like the Washington Commanders are going to be able to score. I just don't. Like, they will, but I don't feel like they're going to score. Now, they will get some points. <laughs> I'll do my score prediction at the end of the show, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be crazy. So our defense no. alone is going to keep this game at bay. Now, the question is, can our offense, which we don't really tie into or talk about as much, can our offense figure out a way to manipulate those studs they got on defense. And that's the issue. Offensive line has been playing the best football the past three weeks, right? Yeah. They've, been, they've been the best offensive line in the NFL. Offensive line was so great. Jake Brindle is a Pro Bowl alternate. I, 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 and I'm not taking a shot at him. I'm, I'm congratulating him. I'm happy for him. It's just that in the run game, he's been struggling. Yeah, yeah. And so if you look at the numbers as far as like, oh, sacks give it up and whatever, he does well. And we've said that. Like his issue hasn't been in the pass game. It's the run game. That's been the issue, uh, which is hard to quantify unless you're watching the film like we do all the time. Uh, but I'm happy he made it, and I hope he gets paid. The sad thing is he's probably going to get paid by us. I'm sure the Niners will bring him back. Uh, I'm a big Nick Sakil fan. 
you're a big Jason Poe fan. Jason um, Poe fan, right? I, I <laughs> will year. throw this out there. Uh, guess who Brock Purdy's roommate is? Does anybody know the answer to that one? Is it Jason Poe? It's Nick's to kill. I knew it was uh, one of our guys. Yeah, just saying. Cool uh, the thing chemistry is set, been baby. on the active roster all season long. He's just been inactive. Very similar to what they did with Banks last year. Almost Very identical to what they did with Banks. So this is his redshirt year. Yep. 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 Ooh. Yep. Remember, he was the only guy. Whenever, um, gosh, uh, his name's uh, the main scout guy. Uh, not freaking ah. This is bothering the hell out of me. Who's our main personnel guy? Not named John Lynch. Oh my gosh, I should be fired. Adam Peters. I'm have to, yes, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna have to quit my show. Uh, Adam no, Peters went asked. Uh, there, yeah, no, no such thing. No rest for the wicked. Uh, maybe in seven or nine weeks. Um, when Adam Peters was asked if there was a gold helmet player, which is the Niners like draft demarcation for a person with the absolute clean record, high upside, perfect fit, all that stuff. He mm. said they did not land one person with a gold helmet, but the person that was closest was Nick kill. So I'm throwing that out there. They're pretty high on that cat. Ivy League, man. Well, Fordham. Yeah. Well, second, second Ivy League. Yeah. You know, just the, just the yeah, tiers yeah. It's a Ivy hard, League. it's a hard thing to get into. Yeah. Um, yeah. So commanders are ranked first in time of possession. And you, Niners. Can I call timeout? Can I call timeout? Time out. There's a comment from Bomber T. Let's go find it. In the chat. It's at the okay. bottom. Okay. He says, I have a feeling Purdy is gonna go off. I, this is huge for me. Because Bomber, I love Bomber T. He's on our show all the time. Usually not the most positive cat in the room. Nope. This is an example <laughs> of what the fan base is going through that is different. You had everybody fighting about Trey or Jimmy or whatever. Purdy shows up, and you got people thinking he's going to go off. And I freaking love it, man. Um, and so I'll take it. And so I'll take I, it sorry, I apologize. I just I think this is important. Credit to Bomber T. I love people that could, you know, rally. Um, and I, I think this is a representative message of what the fan base is going through. And I think it's it's needed at this time. I really let's really talk do. about it though, because we've witnessed Purdy have a really good offensive game in my against Miami. We witnessed him win the game the, the following week, like his first start, right? And and so now you're and then he wins in Seattle, right? And so now you're saying, okay, and that was from a bruise. He was bruised up in that game. So he beats Tampa Bay. He, he puts on a clinic pretty much yeah. against Tampa Bay. He, he he was better than Tom Brady. I mean, that's hard to, to considerably. Oh my gosh, right? And then he goes out injured and beats the Seattle Seahawks. With the 49ers, I mean, he goes out there and gets it done. He he won that game, whether you're talking I, about the two touchdown passes, whether I you're talking about the slide me. at the end. Like, yes. yeah, it was not a game managed, whatever. No, no, no. no. I know the score was close. Well, but the 49ers, did you? We were there. I forgot we were there. Like, I never thought for once, like, the 49ers were in control the whole game. You remember when they got the ball, they downed the punt inside the one yard line. Yep. And I turned to you and Vicky. Shout out to Vicky. She's Shout the best in the world. I turned to you and Vicky. What she's like an adamant Jimmy G fan, whatever. She doesn't like Trey. And I was like, man, I am so glad Jimmy Garoppolo is not our quarterback right now. Ooh. And like, I, I felt that because just how him and safeties and all those things, like, and I felt calm the whole time. I really did. And Shanahan called like play action rollout in the end zone, just like we did with Jimmy. It got the first down. Like the first down. 
the calm, the poise. Like they all bring different things, and Jimmy's incredible. Trey has his, you know, things for sure, upside and whatever else. Purdy doesn't have a lot of those things, but man, he got poise. He's got moxie. I, I refer to him as the poor man's Joe Burrow, and I don't mean that as like an insult. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you look at Joe Burrow, there's no reason for him to be as good as he is. He doesn't have arm strength, doesn't have size, doesn't have speed, doesn't have any of those things. It's just all up here. And that's where Brock Purdy comes in. He's small as hell. He doesn't have a strong arm. He's quick, but he's not fast. He just he's just calm, cool, collected all the time, man. Uh, and that is hard to measure. And I freaking I feel confident. I, I think the other players feel confident. I think the coaches feel confident. He just makes you feel warm at night. That's all I'm saying. Million dollar question for you. Is I'll this a that million dollars gaining for the 49ers? No, 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 no. Okay. No, that the, the must-win games have come and gone. The okay. must-win game was the Seattle game. The must-win game um, was the Mexico City game. Like, those games have come and gone. You, you could lose out and still be the three seed. Now, you Correct. don't want to do that. Uh, but, no, this is not a – now, for the Commanders, this is a must-win game. Must-win game. For them to because, stay Because, yeah, they lose this game. You look at teams the following week after they play the 49ers, 0-12. Oh, and 12. The only team that's won after they played the 49ers was the Chiefs, and they had a bye week afterwards, and then they went to overtime with the Titans to win uh, the following week. So yeah, after they that didn't count. That was pretty cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, don't, that don't count. He was, he, he was like, yeah, but that was the week after the bye week. Right. That, you, know, you know what I'm saying? This How, is a team that values beating the hell out of people. Man, it's like they, it's like they're for you know the my new name for the 49ers, they're the Shang Sungs of the NFL, right? Oh, your soul is mine. Your soul is mine. <laughs> <sighs> right? And so that's what they're doing. So, like it's it's almost like look, dude, I don't see how we lose any other more games. I know we can, I just yes. don't see it. I don't see it's it. gonna take one of those purdy coming back to reality and making a couple mistakes because now let's be real. My draft evaluation on Purdy was wrong. Okay. I want to put that out there, but the one thing I've watched a lot of, I'm a big, I'm a longhorn. I've watched big 12 football. I've known this guy since he came out of high school in Arizona. He's streaky positive. He's streaky negative. Mm. And so again, maybe that's changed, but his college tape, whenever he was bad, he was bad for a little bit. So if that if he starts whatever, that streak starts going bad. And we saw it in the Seahawks game where he had three bad passes in a row. Uh, he had the dropped interception to Quandre Diggs, the two plays before that, overthrew um, Ayuk, and Ayuk starts looking around like, what the hell are you doing? Who are you throwing it to? But then he responded and came back and delivered, which was awesome. But, um, yeah, so, like, that would be my one concern. And it's going to show up. Every quarterback goes through bad stretches. We just haven't seen Brock Purdy's yet. And I hope it never comes. I hope he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But history would tell us it's going to quarterbacks go through highs and lows. Um, They do. And that's why I know people are like, oh, Breezy, why are you anticipating his downfall? I'm not praying for it. I don't want it to happen. But it's just just normal. It's just football, guys. It's kind of what happens. Uh, Kali says, would a loss serve us good in the long term? I don't want to peak too soon pause pause for peak. yeah yeah i get that i get that um you know we we've got the seven game win streak long, long, longest in the nfl do you want to win 10 games and go into the playoffs i'd be cool with that 
Um, you know, Shanahan's pretty big on stri- you know, the, keeping the streak and momentum alive. I want to keep winning, man. I, I want this mythic kind of mm-hmm. superstitious, mm-hmm. wonderful tell. It's Christmas time. That is Brock Purdy. I want it to continue to grow and fester and become one of the greatest stories of all time. Which is what if? What if? The funny thing is I can see it happening. So like it's like Brock just has to play like Brock. Like I don't I don't care what that means. That that means he just needs to be him. So if he throws three uh incompletions or three interceptions or whatever, as long as he comes back and fixes himself up. Cause I, look, I feel like Brock can play poorly and the defense can give him the ball back and give him the ball back and give him the ball back. And you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like Brock knows. He can kind of just be free out there. If he messes up, he's confident that I don't want I, I don't want this to happen. I don't want to put the pressure on the defense, but the defense has been battle tested. They've th- been through two quarterbacks already this year, two different types of quarterbacks. On top of that, they've seen just about everything in the book. And now Brock just needs to continue to go out there and play the football that he knows how to play. I feel like if he does that, it doesn't matter. He's going to go out there and find a way. Just like he went and got that first down, which he definitely slid early. But boy, if he didn't have the brain capacity to know to just put the ball out, let me, let me just let me slide like who the hell? He's not making difficult passes. You know, he's checking down a lot, which I love. Yeah. Um And again, you know, you talk about you know this complimentary football. It's not Brock versus the world. It's no. Brock versus the opposing team with the 49ers defense. And so, if you look at the Commanders, they scored over twenty points three times in twelve games. Three times. You you don't have to light the world on fire to win this game. Hey, the 49ers only give up 15 points a game, bro. They're, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're <laughs> averaging at 15 points a game. Ugh, the over-under is 38, one of the lowest this week. Um, <laughs> again, back to this idea, the commanders want to draw out the game, slow it down, keep it within a possession. That's something to break their way at the end. What do the 49ers want to do? They want to run it 40 times. This is going to be a shrunk game with a running clock. It's just okay. that's the way this is going to be. Not going to be a lot of plays. Not going to be a lot of plays. I like the way you broke that down. Um, more passing plays, more running plays for the 49ers in this game. Um, I think it's going to be close to 50-50. The problem is, not problem, the, the context is our checkdowns to CMC – are those a running play? Because they sure as hell should be in this offense because that's how accurate they are. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, let's say we get 62 plays. I could see 32 runs, 30 pass attempts. But, again, another nine of those are going to be checkdowns to CMC or Kyle Juszczyk or, you know, a screen to Kittle or Juwan Jennings coming in on jailbreak screen, things like that. It's going to be amazing. I think the 49ers are going to continue to do what they've been doing. Everybody knows that. That's why we're here, right? Like, we know. And I think that's that's why people are so into Brock right now. Because they're like, yo, this kid has done some amazing stuff. So even if he does make a mistake, just brush the dirt off your shoulder a little, homie, and keep it going. And look at the support he has from the coaches, from his teammates, training staff. Like, he just has support. I don't think he needs it. That boy's a big boy. Like the, the boy, boy has confidence, like ridiculous. His co- you can't teach that, man. I be trying to tell people, man. Like when we used to be teachers, right? You know, we have you have your students, and then you have those outliers, right? The ones that just have exuber, 
rate and confidence. Like they, like they just have something. They have the it factor, I guess yeah. you want to call it. Right? It's kind of what Brock has, and so he just has to keep going out there and putting as much it he can out there, you know. And and I think if Kyle just lets him play, like and and Kyle, it's it's up to Kyle Shanahan though because Kyle has you can tell Kyle trusts this kid after giving him the Hollywood play, like like. At first, I was like, maybe Kyle doesn't trust him. Then when you see this Hollywood play come on, we saw it in Living Color, and I think we went like this. Oh, sh! I think that was yeah. our reaction at the game. Did you see that, Wayne? Did you see that, John? The entire <laughs> Seattle fan base was the exact same thing, but opposite. Just we like, were like, oh, damn. Ooh. <laughs> it was so hurt. dope. We were just like, one, two. And I, when, when he went to the left, I was like, touchdown. I didn't even see the, Yo, I, call, I didn't even see the throw to Kittle, bro. I was just like, touchdown i didn't even look i just knew it was like the film showed it you're right the the back like you see the the end zone view and the oh all 22 gosh. and that start of the play there's 10 players within Ugh. the frame and then you got the fake this way the fake this way then there's one player within the hashes oh and i mean gosh. it was just awesome and i'll throw this in there too wayne you said there's no way the 49ers can lose the wild card game why is there no way because it's somebody's what what is it? What is it? Why can the 49ers not win a wild card game or can't lose? Because it's your know. birthday. It's your birthday week. This is my birthday. Guess whose <laughs> birthday it is birthday. this week? Who? Brock Purdy. Hey, let's go. It's Purdy. He's turning 23. He's uh, December 27th. I don't know what that is. Maybe an asparagus. Hey, when the hell is like, Capricorn starting out there, there y'all? Because if Purdy is a Capricorn, it explains it. Oh, I can tell I you why he exuberates and confident. <laughs> I can tell you from 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 personal experiences why this dude with the back his back is against the wall. I can tell you right now. Please tell me that man's a Capricorn. I feel like he's a Capricorn. I feel like it starts like the twenty something. I don't know. I, I don't, could be wrong. I don't. I like it. that you are a conspiracy theorist and into astrology. You complete. He's a mother freaking Capricorn. <laughs> Let's go. I knew it. I could feel it. I could feel my Capricorns, y'all. Al, you want to know oh, why Purdy? Oh, hold on, John. Here's you want you want you want to know why Purdy playing so damn good, bro? Because he about oh. that money. Let me tell you something. Purdy is gonna get a contract in the NFL from somebody in the next three years. I promise you. Well, look at Kyle's got everybody paid. Nick Mullins. He's gotten freaking C.J. Beathard. If you're quarterback, you get paid. You get paid with Kyle Shanahan. Period. Nate Sudfeld. Everybody get paid. Guys, this is why John completes me. I would have never <laughs> thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Never thought of that. John, you can never not do this show. You have to always be on this show. I'm All not right. going anywhere, man. John, let's get up out of here shortly. Guys, we ain't going to wait, so don't click off yet. John's got to give us his key matchups in the game. Oh, so I'm going to ask him to give me a defensive key matchup and an offensive key matchup. So let's see if I can put John to the test. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Which one do you want me to do first? Go with your offense. Our offense versus their defense. Our offense versus their defense. This one's easy for me. Mike McGlinchey versus any defensive end, whether that's Chase Young or Montez Sweat, which they're going to rotate, all that stuff. Mike McGlinchey versus their defensive ends. He doesn't have to like be dominant, whatever else. McGlinchey's coming off of three of the best games of his entire season. Can that continue against a dominant edge rushers? Uh, plural. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I I like them. I I don't like I don't I don't I don't like that. 
I don't like the matchup either, but if he could just be serviceable out there, then the Niners are going to win this game. The only way the Commanders win this game is if Mike McGlinchey ruins three-plus drives. That's it. <sighs> um, and so if he could just continue on the pace he's been on, if he can do that, I want to see George Kittle, Tyler Croft, CMC, Kyle Juszczyk all going to the right side every damn play. That's what I want to see. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, the right side is the nasty side, so I want to see them run it to that side a lot. Mm. Like I want, I, I'm, I'm hoping Mike McGlinchey is back in McGlinchey form, if you know what I'm talking about. And He's played they're, well. They're running that ball. They're running it. You got Daniel Brunskill or, or Spencer Burford over there as well. They're running that ball. And you can see some of those runs are now starting to, to develop on the right side. They're developing on the right side. Here, here, here's what I, I I'm, I'm concerned though about that matchup. Um, you said edge rushers, so that means Chase Young and Montez Sweat at some point are going to get a piece of McGlinchey. Now, I I actually like him against a Chase Young. I, I feel like he can hold his own. And I know that sounds crazy because you're. I'm probably saying Montez Sweat, like you said earlier in the show, is better than Chase Young. Here's why he's his better. Speed to bend is unreal, damn, man. dude. Dude, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's why he's better, in my opinion. So it's like if you put Montez Sweat and Chase Young together, you possibly get a, a, a cheaper version of Nick Bosa. Correct. Well said. Very well said. Very well said. Very well said. Like that matchup. It's gonna be that's gonna make sure guys you're glued into that matchup. Hey, Mike McGlinchey hasn't given up a sack in like three weeks, yo. I think he's given up like one pressure and he's had like he's had three penalties though. One in each game. Yeah, and took a field goal off the board. Uh we were um, in field goal range early, got a holding penalty, then we had to punt. I, I mean, he 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 takes points off the board consistently. There's no doubt about it. Um, <laughs> but he's not giving up a lot of pressures. Hey man, let's go to the defensive side. Okay, defensive side. This one's rough for me, but I'm going to stick with a theme this whole year. Jimmy Ward is coming off of back-to-back great games. Not good games, great games. He's got his hands full. Now, the good thing is Jimmy Ward has practiced against Debo Samuel probably more than anybody Anybody. in the NFL. (laughs) Well, guess what? You got another Samuel in the slot. Curtis Samuel, who they use like crazy – that's going to be a huge mashup matchup this week. Jimmy Ward versus Curtis Samuel, and they move McLaurin in the the what's it called the slot as well. So you're going to see Dotson, you're going to see Samuel, you're going to see McLaurin in that slot. I'm not worried about Demo. I'm not worried about Charvarius Ward. He's he's back. He's going to be fine. I'm worried about Jimmy Ward. Can he continue? There were two plays in film where he like literally like made me gasp because he broke on routes and is starting to like feel at home as the nickel. It took mm-hmm. time, but there were two plays where it was just like, oh, there's Jimmy. Like I see him, right? There's Jimmy. And so can he continue that play? In the run game, not concerned at all. It's just can he take advantage of those matchups? Because if I was Ron Rivera and I was the commander's offensive group, that's who I'm going after. That's that's in the passing game. That's where I'm targeting, which a lot of teams have done against us. Yeah, but he also plays better against better competition. I don't know if you want to factor that into your context, but it just seems like when it's a it's a top tier guy, he plays good <laughs> when it's just a guy we don't really know much about. And he kind of like doesn't play well. So we'll see. Like you're right. They're going to put three guys 
end of that position. They're going to rotate him in there. They're also going to try to run out of the backfield with Curtis Samuel. We struggled against that against Kansas City when they, when they did it with McCole Harmon. So I am a little bit concerned, but I do feel like the 49ers at least know they should know how to stop it, right? Should. Should. They've done pretty well against jet sweeps after that game. After they get um, right, right. Yeah, defense went from whatever that number was then back to number one. And then they yeah. remained number one for several weeks. So, yeah, like I, he didn't run much against the Giants. I think he got cracked in the backfield a couple of times and then they stopped doing it. So I tell you what, crack him in the backfield a couple of times. He won't be doing the runs. Um, that's a good matchup, though. I like that. No one's been talking about Jimmy Ward. Great. Shout out to you for giving Jimmy Ward some props because we're going to lose him. I feel yeah, like we he's are. gone. He gone. He gone. Damn. He gone. Damn. Well, it's going to be a good game. Let's go to a position battle. Give me one position battle. You have to pick one position. These two players are going to go pound for pound. Which position would it be? And who? Would I think play? both these teams have the exact same idea on how they want to win this game, and that's run the football. So I'm going running backs. I'm going CMC and Jordan Mason versus Brian Robinson and Gibson. And they're four studs. They're four studs. Mm. Whoever has the better game, now here's where the advantage comes. I feel like Kyle's going to script a much better play and get these guys more space than the commanders will. And so I think that's where it is. I love it. I love it. All right, give me one game day prediction for you, right? So something that's that you feel like is going to happen in the game. I'll share mine. You share yours. I think Nick Bosa is not going to get the sack record this year, which breaks my heart. But this okay. game? Nick Bosa is going to go off. You're going against Chase Young. Everybody called him, oh, this is the next Nick Bosa. He might even be better than Nick Bosa. You remember that crap? I do. He's not better than Nick Bosa. Nowhere this near. game means a lot. Look at all the Ohio State players that are out there. I mean, it is just peppered. Um, here, Coach Cruz put this list together for me. I want to give a shout-out to the man, the myth, the legend. Coach Listen Cruz. to all – I love Coach Cruz. Nick Bosa, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Chase Young. All those guys were together at Ohio State at the same, same time. time. It's one versus three. Nick Bosa, I've got two sacks, one and a half tackles for loss. Mm. I think he has a game. I think he has a game. So I, I have a crazy. Sorry, I flipped that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One and a half sacks, two tackles for loss. I My dyslexia strikes again. Got you. So I have a crazy one. All right. So. I like when Wayne goes crazy. I like when Wayne. Don't hold back on us now. No, that, that when do I ever fucking hold back? All right, here we go. You ready? So I predicted that a certain player will get a touchdown this year. Oh, you yeah. did. I already know where this is going. Okay. And so uh, this certain player was actually drafted by this team. Opposing team. And on top of that was kind of like, I don't I don't know how to say this in better terms, but kind of like left for dead. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to say that, but that's kind of what it was. Like they didn't care about his health. And he could have died. One um, of the worst franchises in pro sports. Oh uh, my Ron Rivera is incredible. They brought him in to cover it up. This organization is trash top to bottom. No respect for this this franchise. I love Ron Rivera, but they brought him in. To be a morality cheerleader. Sorry, I'm sorry. I I, 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 I ejected. No, no, no. I think that's why I like I cling to like Trent so much, yo. Like his story. Like the, we we tie into our players because a lot because we connect to their stories and then something from their story connects to our personal life, right? I mean, you have the Dre Greenlaw. You're, you're that's your guy, right? 
I feel like Trent, like his story is, is just amazing uh, that he's here and he's living and he's able to tell it. But I'm going to tell you right now, on tomorrow, when he put them pads on. <laughs> he going to kill people, man. Somebody's got, big, like Biggie said, somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. Like somebody is going to, and I feel bad for whoever it is because they had no idea or have nothing to do with his vengeance. Nope. nope. I'll tell you what, though. Silverback going to have a game, and I think he's going to get that touchdown. Um, I think he's going to get a touchdown in this game, yo. I can feel it. It's got, we saw a Hollywood play. We saw the Hollywood play. I think this will, that will be a play. I don't know what they're going to call it. Maybe they'll call it the Silverback. Maybe they'll call it the Silverback. Oh, I freaking, I would love it. Um, I would lose you know, my you, shit. You, you brought up a biggie. After that. You, yeah, you did the biggie line. I'll do a killer Mike from Run the Jewels. He's like, even if some good ones die, let the good Lord sort them, right? Like, people are going to pay the price, man. And it's going to be bad. Watch 71 on that opening series. Watch that left tackle. 71, people are going to be put into the dirt. That's mm. all I'm saying. How many pancakes you think Trent going to get in this game? Uh... That's rough. Do you count the like club over that he does Hell where he puts yeah. people down as a big game? Oh, Tid plus. It's gonna be Tid plus. <laughs> Usually it's about six to eight. It's gonna be Tid plus. I want to say this. I want to say eleven people put on the ground by Trent Williams. Eleven. I want to count them. Did you count the club move? Yes, I do. If they're in, yeah. if, they're most, if the face is in the sand, I count there you it. Go. Oh, 10 there plus. you go. That was dope, John. This has I'll been do real, eleven man. guys. Our preview shows are are like none other. First of all, they're fun, unscripted. Man. Okay, that's so. Truth. When you tune into this show, we have no idea what we're going to do other than talk about the two teams, but we don't know how we're going to get there. So, John, it's the holiday season. I know you said you're not really big on the holidays, uh, but I definitely want to wish you and your family uh, a Thank very you, merry man. Christmas, man. Um, and I can't wait to see you next week. All right. But for now, let's get this win. Everybody out there, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We truly appreciate you. My son and I, we got to go get our hair did. So we about to go to the barbershop because I didn't, you got to make appointments now to go to the barbershop. Like we go into the beauty parlor or something like that. It's different. It's, times are different, John. You know what I'm saying? I used to just walk in, you know, and just right. see, used to be $10, bro, but it ain't $10 no more. But guys, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. There won't be a pregame show tomorrow. Uh, but there will be an overreaction show. Uh, you know what I'm saying? John, if you're not doing an overreaction show, make sure you jump on with us, man. We're going to have a blast, man. All right? Let's, guys, get out of, out of here, man. Merry Christmas. I got to do my sleigh bells. And I got to do the... Christmas, you filthy animal. One of the greatest lines of all time. And a happy new year. Yes, sir. Bang, bang. Hey, John, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. 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 I got to kick him off. All right, so I, I don't understand how Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Let me bring him back because he's cracking up in the, in the back. Hey, man, I'll hey. tell you this. As okay. somebody that didn't like Christmas growing up, and family issues, whatever else, Die Hard was the one family, one movie I could watch with my family every year that I actually enjoyed and my dad enjoyed. BS, it's a Christmas movie. Hans Gruber, I'm just saying, let's go, man. Let's I'm go. I'm just saying. Merry Christmas. yippee Kaye, mother. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey guys we out man thank y'all for tuning in always stay up stay faithful keep it nitty gritty y'all <laughs> thanks for watching peace